everyone. This is Father Bruce John Hamilton. Welcome to the Corpus Christi's Tenure Vision Podcast. This is the podcast where I highlight how the tenure vision of this parish is being lived out. And then hopefully you, the parishioner, will begin to notice it yourself, become excited by it, and either engaged, want to be engaged in the, in the vision. This tenure vision was brought about because of a holy discontent that I had for decades knowing that things could be better in the church. And again, it's not a matter of changing church teaching, but a matter of how we actually carry out the functions of the church, making the church the act, a welcoming atmosphere, drawing people into and making it a compelling, giving it a compelling reason why people would want to come to Mass. We know as church-going Catholics, we have this tremendous gift of the Blessed Sacrament and the other six sacraments, but we have to actually facilitate people's encounter with Christ. So this is really what the vision is all about. I know and I hope and pray that you will come to know that we must do something different to arrive at a different outcome from what is happening in so many sectors of the church. None of which is inevitable. None of it. It's all preventable. But we have to be willing to do the right, even try to do the right thing, try to do something different in a good, constructive, positive, supernatural, positive way. It is possible, but only with a lot of prayer, sacrifice, and a vision that gives people a picture of a desired future that is possible. It needs to be bold, but not unattainable. <clears throat> and you have to be willing to put up with some failure. There is nobody who's going to try something like this who is not going to make mistakes and fail, who's not going to go through difficult moments, who's not going to be subject to even doubting themselves. But we must keep going forward. It's good to review, it's good to analyze, it's good to reflect, but never to stop, never to give up, always to keep trying. That's what's critical. This podcast is also meant for anyone in churchland who desires to see growth in their church or personal life. So what I want to do with this particular podcast, uh, here on a first Friday in January, the first Friday of the new year, 2024, I want to take some time, this podcast, I actually take the remainder of the podcast, to review some, and I emphasize some, of the blessings that we have received in 2023. St. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, quote, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, close quote. Give thanks in all circumstances. So it's so important that we give thanks, that we acknowledge that for which we should be thankful. You know, the things that we've received from the Lord. So I want to go through some blessings. Uh, I won't dive too deeply into each of these unless, as I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit strikes me. Um, I just I want to just list out some of these things for everyone, because I think it's something to really, and I hope while you're listening to the these blessings, you're giving thanks, you're rejoicing, and you're even asking for more of these in 2024. The first big, huge blessing that this parish has received through the 10-year vision are the following. <clears throat> all, all of the people who said yes to Alpha, and all who were touched by the Holy Spirit, and had their lives changed forever. This is so important. 
You know, uh, Alpha has proved to be such a blessing for us here at Corpus Christi. So many, I mean, just the Alpha itself, but within the reality of Alpha, the people who become involved, the leadership, I'll mention in a moment, even uh, the coordinator and so on. But Alpha itself has been such a blessed conduit, a blessed vehicle. So many people have uh, had their lives changed. And we have great uh, plans for Alpha here at Corpus Christi in the future. So I just want to give thanks to the Lord for all the blessings that have come to us through Alpha. And, you know, and it's a way that we can identify and raise up leaders. This, to me, this is the most important of the four core values is multiplying leaders. You know, because we can be evangelically hospitable, we can have engaged disciples, and we can be rooted in tradition. But if we don't identify, raise up, and actually um, unleash leaders, it's it's not going to go anywhere. It's only going to go maybe for one or two cycles. So we got to identify leaders, leaders, leaders. So that's the first thing. The youth, number two. Uh, the youth, specifically the blessing of going to Portugal World Youth Day this past year and seeing the fruitfulness of it when they came back, bigger youth groups, uh, and how it has made their faith stronger. Now this obviously, to any of the youth who might be listening to this, these blessings have to be reflected on and one has to ask oneself, how do I, to use a, a almost a hashtag, you know, Thing. How do I pay it forward? How do I keep it going? And I'm not talking about, you know, the actual days you were there, but the blessings you received while you were there. The love for prayer. Am I persevering in my prayer? Am I spending any time in adoration? Am I, you know, continuing con- to connect with my fellow youth? So that was a huge blessing. The next one is the uh, silent warriors of Corpus Christi Parish. That is the people who pray silently, quietly pray for our priests, our staff, our leaders, and our volunteers. So important that we have these prayer warriors in the parish. Um, you know, I, I could, I mean, just briefly reference the fact that, you know, Mother Teresa, Saint now Saint Teresa of Calcutta, was absolutely convinced that the reason why her congregation was so uh, supernaturally fruitful is because she had a network of people all around the world, sick people really sick people who was who were praying for a specific sister. And she was convinced of this. Now another saint, St. Josemaria Scriva, same thing. He, in his early days of priesthood, he used to go into, like we're talking the slums of, of Madrid. These were places that were God-forsaken, to use a, a human, ultra-human expression. And he would have these people pray for uh, Opus Dei, which was just getting off the ground. And he talked to it, talked about it to the end of his life, how absolutely, utterly important this was uh, for the lifeblood, the, the foundation of Opus Day. So these prayer warriors are so important for the vision of this parish, you know, and my priest, staff, and so on. Next, a renewed sense of community that has been fostered by the after-mass socials. Uh, it's been so important and uh, such a wonderful thing to see the aftermath socials not just happen, but to continue, to persevere. And even many Sundays, there's more people than there was the, the previous Sunday. And this is the important thing. is people. It's important people talk it up. Say, this is a really good thing to do. You know, you only have to go down maybe 
10, 15, 20 minutes, and then you're off home or wherever you're going to go. But it's so important that people connect with each other after mass socials. Next, liturgies have been enhanced by beautiful music. The choirs are really investing a lot of time to sing beautiful hymns and parts of the Mass. We're so blessed to have three English choirs here at Corpus Christi and our Cantonese choir headed by Vincent. The next, a strong youth ministry. Our Corpus Christi youth ministry was so, has been so blessed in these past years that it needed to divide into junior youth ministry and senior youth ministry. There is now a junior youth core team and a senior youth core team. Each oversees the activities of their respective groups. I cannot um, overstate how important this is for our parish. You know, and it's not just the existence of the youth group. That's important. Many parishes have that. But it's the vision they have in youth ministry, which is aligned with the 10-year vision that we have for the parish. And without this, without an intentional, you know, uh, going forward, knowing where you want to go, how are you going to get there? These things are just here today and gone tomorrow. But we want to identify leaders. We want to raise up leaders. We want to multiply, you know, form them, unleash them, and take the place of the present leaders. That's what has to happen. That's what will really make this vision, you know, sort of go down to bedrock, survive me. So this is so important. It's such a, an incredible development of our youth ministry. So a real shout out to Lois and her teams. Another blessing, the next blessing, new leaders like Michelle, who is overseeing Alpha, Melissa and Mary, who are now dealing with the aftermath socials. Another one, Winnie and Irene joined our Corpus Christi staff and they are living out the 10-year vision and four core values in the front office. We're so blessed to have been able to acquire the services of Alex, who is our part-time maintenance facilities coordinator. He's truly on top of all aspects of these facilities that we have. You know, these buildings, they're beautiful facilities, but any everybody who listens to this, you're in an apartment, you're in a condo, you're in a house, more so if you're in a house or a condo, because you, own, you own those, you're paying for the ownership of those. You know how critical it is not just to have a house, but you've got to keep it up. And a huge facility like this, I'm telling you, this is such a critical, this is so important a position. Uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff in this, in this facility, this campus. And so we're uh, very happy to have Alex on board. It is all about people, this 10-year vision. It is you, it is about you, the parishioner of Corpus Christi. We have these buildings, a beautiful school, parish center and daycare, but without people, you know, without you, these buildings are, to be blunt, useless, 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 without you, the parishioner. They are without meaning. With people using them, God is truly glorified through our 10-year vision. So as you have heard, these are, just, these are some of the main blessings that, you know, I asked some people about and I thought about myself. There are other blessings. There's no doubt about it. But I just wanted to give these to you. It's a longer podcast today. So 
forgive me for that, but there's lots of reason to give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endures forever, as the scripture says. So as you have heard, the 10-year vision is driving a lot of initiatives in this parish of ours. Whether it is the younger or older members of the parish, there are people striving to implement the 10-year vision by way of the four core values of evangelical hospitality, engaged disciples, multiplying leaders, and rooted in tradition. And remember, which is the most important of the four core values. So, well, that's it for this week. A lot is happening. We have a vision and God is truly blessing it. Remember, this vision is for you. If you see the vision working, then email me and let me know so I can include what you've seen in the podcast. God bless you. Have a great week and let us keep each other in prayer.